Yeah, I'm kind of worried that we that we're all spellcasters and none of us is a fighter. I think it reflects our family pretty closely. We're talking about Ken Caminetti. Are you serious? Of I'm course you can fight. I'm literally pulling up a video of Ken Caminetti in a brawl right now. <laughs> that, that's their the wait chart. brawl or brawl. Yes. Yes. One, two, three, four. Everybody plays D&D. Everybody plays D&D. Everybody plays D&D. Everybody plays D&D. Nerdy soldiers start a battle. Brothers, sisters, brothers, 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 ladies, let's just face it. Everybody's playing D&D. Hello and welcome to Everybody Plays D&D, a show where everyday people like you and me play Dungeons and Dragons, uh, many of them for the very first time. I'm Jonathan, your host and dungeon master, and I am here with Brian, Justin, and Matt. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Now, you three are brothers. You grew up together, but now you couldn't be more different. Uh, Justin, you work in market research. Brian, you work in mental health. And Matt, you work in government. Uh, your lives could not be more different. Uh, your day lives, uh, you know, day lives. Uh, but tonight you are all huddled in, a, in the same tiny room uh, pretending to be wizards and shit. And that's pretty cool. So thank you for uh, thank you for being on the show. That's what we're doing? That, that's what <laughs> I do for yeah. my day oh. job. Wait a minute. Oh, what? no, you didn't tell him? I, they didn't know. <laughs> so before we start, I'd love to know how would each of you describe your experience with Dungeons & Dragons? Uh, we'll start with Brian. Spectacular. Oh, is that is that just the one word? Uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, my experience with Dungeons and Dragons is, um, d- uh, did it in, uh, junior high and, uh, loved the show back in the day, right? Tiamat? Oh, yeah. My man, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, that's what I'm going to be playing tonight is Tiamat. You bring it in the over 50 crowd. <laughs> All right, Justin, what about you? Uh, my Dungeons and Dragons experience extends to a uh, short-lived series of misguided efforts I made to squeeze uh, Dallas star Larry Hagman into an otherwise perfectly normal Dungeons and Dragons game, and I'm pretty sure I ruined it for everybody. <laughs> That's great. Like actual Larry Hagman. The, yes, the Larry Hagman. I have did, no idea how this game really works. Did he die while you were bl- uh, playing that? He died right beforehand, oh, did and he? it was more or less a tribute to who I like to call the Malibu Monk. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, what about you? Uh, I have absolutely no experience with Dungeons and Dragons whatsoever outside of uh, mocking Brian for his Dungeons and Dragons time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, so question, do you think that, uh, you know, growing up together and being brothers uh, is going to make you better at playing D&D together or worse? I don't think we've ever collaborated on anything effectively. I can't uh... remember a single time. <laughs> That's not true. That we've Get ever cleaning the gutters, we were very effective at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were pretty effective at staying a fucking insider. <laughs> crying. That's how I remember bitch. it. I mean, if things get the, the good thing is if things get slow here, we can almost start uh, talking about that time, uh, that one time when uh, Matt was eating dog poop. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I actually think it was licking bird turd. It was not eating dog. There poop. was also a dog poop incident. <laughs> Moving on. Well. I can already tell this is going to be great, and I don't know about you, but I'm super ready to get this thing started. Uh, so uh, here's how this is going to work. First, we're going to quickly figure out who you are and what you do in this world we're building together. Then I'm going to kick off the story that we're telling today with a short introduction. And from there, we are just making it up together as we go. Cool? Cool. Great. Sweet. So let's start with characters. My first question, have any of you thought about uh, at all who you want to be in this world, what kind of character. Yeah, I got it all worked out. Oh, okay, great. Lay it on me. 
Yep. Uh, uh, my character is a wizard. Uh, his name is uh, the Great Monty. Okay. Monty the Great or the Great Monty. I think I'm going to go with the Great Monty because it sounds like a full Monty. Are you thinking of a magician? No, a oh, mage. The full uh -huh. Monty? A mage. Uh-huh. This is Dungeons and Dragons, okay. not Chris Copperfield. <laughs> uh, and uh, unfortunately, the Great Monty has seen better days because... And as part of a uh, of a quest, he uh, made the mistake of drinking the mucus of Murkow, which is uh, was from a dark and, and stormy land, and uh, it was actually made of a demon's butthole. <laughs> the idea was that he thought that he was dying of uh, leprosy, and so in his last days, if you drink the mucus of Murkow. You stayed drunk for five years, and he thought he only had one year to live. Ah. But it actually wasn't leprosy. It was just acne. Oh. But, so the price of drinking the mucus of Mercow is that you have a horrible hangover for the rest of your life. So just perpetually hungover. Yes. He was perpetually, wonderfully, <laughs> blissfully drunk for five years, waiting to die. Uh, but then it, it was actually just sort of, you know, cystic acne, which is a serious issue. Yeah. And, um, and I mean... Uh, it's not to make light of, of cystic acne, because that sucks, too. This but that's the backstory. podcast is actually brought to you by the American Cystic Acne Association, reminding mm -hmm. you, hey, to quit pointing. <laughs> I didn't want to take my shirt off at this pool either. That's right. Uh, so I, I have really more than I would ever want to know about uh, the Great Monty already. My one remaining question is, and this kind of plays into your backstory a little bit, so what like kind of creature is Monty? Is this a human wizard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so definitely human. human wizard. Great. So on the bright side, it's not an elf who's going to live for like another 500 years. Oh, I should have thought of that. That would have been much better. All right. I'm changing everything. No, it's just a human. Okay. Uh, great, uh, the great Monty, a human yeah. wizard, uh, <laughs> right. perpetually hungover. I love it. I love it too. Uh, Justin, your turn. Yeah. So I have given uh, just a tremendous lack of thought to this. Um, so I'm going to go absolutely with my gut, which is to be one of those uh, Tiernan's Tierney's the t turn, 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 turn. Oh, tables. you're probably uh, like a tiefling. Tiefling, the, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like a turntable. So tiefling yeah. is a is a super super cool, uh, uh, like race or creature you can be in D and D. Okay. Uh, which uh, you're like vaguely demonic looking. You have horns and a tail. Right. You distrust almost everybody else in the world, and they sort of also distrust you. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, and you, uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're a really, that's a really, really cool, like, role-playing choice. So tell me about this tiefling. Am I winning already, right now? At least compared to Brian. Yeah, yeah, totally winning. Although, hard to beat, hard to beat the mucus of Murkow, uh, in the backstory of the Great Monty. Well, I'm sure as shit gonna try. Yeah, well, give me some more, so, yeah. So, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a, t a, a tyranny. Tiefling. Yep, and, um, tiefling. the... Tiefling. <laughs> Your new name is Tiefling. Yeah. Uh, my uh, full name is, is Lonson McRae, um, because I was raised in a Mormon household um, just east of Salt Lake City. And this is why I'm not a very good Tiefling, is as it turns out, oh, yeah. my version of devilry is quite conservative. Um, so <laughs> growing up, my parents uh, forbade me from any real media aside from the occasional Veggie Tales and Kids Bop. And... Uh, so when I get up to hijinks, um, unfortunately, it tends to be a little bit on the on the shallow side. Um, so I'm not a very good tiefling. Watch this. I can make the whole bathroom smell like farts. Exactly. The whole bathroom already does smell like farts. 
You said right. the F word. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure I have this name right. Yep. Lonton McCrary. Lonton McCrary. Okay, yep. great. Tiefling, have you thought about uh, what what uh, what is like your skill? What class are you? If if so, like the great Monty is a wizard. Uh, what are you? Uh, so, I mean, given all the great classes that I have to choose from, point, click, click, uh, that I know by heart, scroll, scroll. Well, just tell, you know, you don't have to pick from a list. Like, just, you tell me what kind of stuff, like, what are, what are Lonton's skills? Like, what does he bring to the world, you know? He's extremely punctual. <laughs> a of all. <laughs> B. Great. <laughs> uh, he's well-combed, well-groomed, for the most part. And C, you should see this guy ride a bike. Does that help? If you were to have to engage in combat, how would you defeat your enemies and protect your friends? Throw my name tag and run away. <laughs> okay, great. So great. I, pres- I presume you're on you're on mission. No, right? I've been, I'm off mission now. Uh, I have gone off the farting ranch. Oh. You know, uh, this is um, wonderfully God, enough. The, uh, the world of D and D prepares for situations like these. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, that you're a bard. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, you, you sound very bard-like. It's Lorenz with an S at the end, by the way, and I the hate bard- that, but I would never tell you that. Lorenz. Okay. Lor- Lorenz McCrayer. Got it. Lorenz McCrayer, the tiefling bard, conservative devilry. Yep. Uh, uh, really what you're all about. This is a lot of pressure. I did not put any thought into this at all. I know. I know. Well, you know, uh, I, I should have thought about that. It was really unfair to you, um, uh, Matt, but you do now have to tell me what kind of character you want to be. I know. Based on the list that you provided, uh, I think I'll go Dragonborn. Is, that's <laughs> nice. what it says. Dragon is that's yeah. a thing, right? I thought you're making that up. No, you can't just be Dragonborn. <laughs> no, I can't. That's, that's not a race or a class. No, I saw it on HBO once. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with Sun God. Is that a choice? <laughs> yeah. Fire straight out of the cannon with Sun I, God. As I, a as a Dragonborn, you are proud, driven, self sufficient. I am. You literally look like a dragon. Uh, you know, uh, six foot tall, no wings. Yeah, the description you sent me said I stand erect at six feet, which is <laughs> what I liked. That's nice. Just be honest with me. Did you choose this class because it had the word erect in it? I, literally, it's the only word I saw. I like where I said tiefling, and he's like, great choice, great choice. And yeah. then Matt, Matt's like dragonborn. He's like, oh, he's seven feet tall, 250 pounds. Hey. <laughs> right. But Justin, nice work. <laughs> great. Uh, does this dragonborn have a name? Ken Caminiti. Ken Caminiti. That's right, Ken Caminiti. <laughs> As in baseball, baseball legend Ken Caminiti. I, I, rest in peace. Yeah. Yes, like former it. Houston Astros great Ken Caminiti. <laughs> also Dragonborn. So the same question I put to I put to Lawrence earlier. Yeah. Do you have a class in mind? I, I would like to be a cleric, whose turn-ons are orc on orc action. <laughs> <laughs> great. Is that a thing? That's I can like. Do? As a cleric, you're trying to maintain sort of a holy devotion yes, to right. a higher power, yes. but you have this deep, dark secret. Yes, we've tapped orc, into my Catholic orcs. roots. When you go to like, when you go to the orc orgy, it's like they're they're all like, "Oh my God, that guy's a furry because he dresses up as a person." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that cosplay? <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, that. That uh, that went. I don't think this is going well. So uh, yeah. we have uh, the great Monty, the human wizard, Lawrence McCrear, the tiefling bard, and Ken Caminiti, the dragonborn cleric. <laughs> Before we get to your abilities, we need to talk about something called ability scores. There are tons of things you can do in the world of Dungeons and Dragons, but your ability to do those things actually depends on ability scores. There are six ability scores in D&D. Those are, and I think I already had you write these down before. 
um, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. All of these start at a minus one for all of that is some shit it is however you each have 10 points that you can distribute among these scores for your character the only rule being that you can't go above a plus three in any given score so if you put one into strength that would make it a zero another one would make it one and i don't want you to go higher than a plus three on any given score point of order does health and armor play into those scores as well, or is it the only the six? Yeah, that's because you asked. I'll let you know. Your armor has a lot to do with your dexterity, uh, paradoxically, because it also kind of governs how hard you are to hit. And your health comes a lot from your constitution. The Great Monty, as a wizard, you're going to want uh, high intelligence because it makes your spells more effective. Lawrence, as a bard, it's going to be charisma is going to help you cast spells. And clerics uh, rely on their wisdom to cast spells. Mm, I've chosen poorly. <laughs> so just knowing that, I mean, not to say you have to make those scores high. Normally, I wouldn't even tell you that, but you guys seem really into this. So, yeah, we're you know. really into this. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so um, you have those 10 points to distribute for each of you, for each of your characters. Uh, and because you're going to be working together on this story, I suggest talking about it as a group as you decide. Just tell me when you've made sort of your final answer, when you're ready to tell me what your scores are. You just said working. Does that mean I don't get to kill Brian? Yeah, are we not meant to kill each other? I mean, theoretically. I was, I was theoretically, led to believe that we were coming here to actually kill each other. I was led to believe that. The work to me, like, to work out some of the unresolved issues of your yes. childhood. Like yeah. killing yes. each other? Yeah, you know what? Who knows what the night may hold? Brian knocked me unconscious with a stick one time. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that later. It, it was, was the, the best. Most... It was the most amazing throw of my life because I did it on on the run. It was oh, the yeah. most. Ath- it, was the it was the most, most athletic a- thing. It is absolutely the most athletic thing I will ever do. Our right da- between stick, right between the eyes, thrown on the run at what twenty feet, probably. probably. I challenge any man to repeat that. And yeah. our dad used to boo Brian. He was so bad at baseball, and yet yeah. he made this throw with a stick. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay, so I've I, got three for wisdom. I, I'm going to give myself zero wisdom. I am not a man of the world, but I do have a little bit of charisma because I'm a, adorably naive, um, and a little bit of dexterity because I'm I'm lithe. You have like to have that. a good mm. constitution, though. I don't, though. I'm just a little devil person, right? Or am I a little devil person or a large devil person? Uh, I think you're. Let's actually. That's a good uh, question. Um, Does he stand six foot when erect? No, I don't think so. So, how tall do I stand when flaccid? Uh, you're about the same size as a human. Uh, you're you're medium sized. Yeah. Okay, I'll give myself plus one constitution. A human like Tom Cruise, human or like a human like Detlef. Yeah, Shrek? I think that's. I think we can all agree that's the low bar, but that's okay. a good place to start. Oh, yeah, good low bar. I'm gonna go Brian Bosworth. Human. You don't even know who that is. Yeah, the Boz, movie star, obviously. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little bit of intelligence. So just plus one of my intelligence. So I think that burns up all my points. A little dexterity, charisma, and then smaller amounts of constitution, intelligence. I don't think I have a lot of wisdom, and I don't feel that strong. I think I've, I'm just fresh off my mission. I don't think I've done the weight training I need to do. I'm not that strong a swimmer. <laughs> So, uh, Mon- the, uh, Monty the Great, I'm going to go... So if I put, like, plus three in intelligence, which is what you asked would be the, the max that we that we max out on. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, so that means that takes up four, right? Because in order to get to plus three, yeah. you have to use four. Uh-huh. Okay. So I got four, eight, so I got two more to spend somewhere. Um, I'm going to go... Do you with... want me to go while you think about this? Because no. this is terrible to yeah. listen to. Would you... You can go get me a drink. That's There's a zero percent chance that happens. fill my drink up. Uh, all right. I got it. I'm good. 
Well, you have to tell yeah. us now. Oh, I tell everybody. Yeah. So yeah. I'm plus three intelligence, plus one constitution, plus three... Plus three Charisma. Gotcha. Come on. Gotcha. Okay, plus one constitution. So you left strength, dex, and wisdom at minus one. Correct. I'm going to stay behind Dragon Guy. Great. Okay, cool. Uh, Lawrence McCrair. So, yeah, so this devilish little uh, figure is going to go... Minus one on everything except for plus two on dexterity because he's a devil and he's got a tail and he's fast. Constitution is going to be a plus one. Uh, intelligence is going to be a plus one. He may not be that worldly, but he is a little bit smart. Wisdom, not so much. Uh, charisma, though, is going to be a plus two. He has been ringing doorbells for a decade now. Right, yeah. That, I mean, that has to, it leaves a, it leaves a mark on your charisma. You know, you get that practice. Yeah. Uh, uh, cool. All right. But doesn't but, that only add to seven? But it's minus one. Remember, it's minus one. It's minus one for every, you start with minus one of everything. God, there's a reason you didn't make it. Yeah. You, know, you may, you may is, want to pause here because this is, this is embarrassing. We, we, this is the math part. Remember, it was like, is there going to be any math? Let's get I'm him just, a I'm just a government bureaucrat. <laughs> that, that's all. This is the people uh, that adds up your taxes. That's folks. right, everybody. That's right. Don't worry about that. Uh, okay. I'll just change this up a little. All right. So I'm plus, so, plus you, three wisdom, plus two Constitution, plus one dexterity. Give, give Matt an extra extra point if he can spell charisma. Okay. <laughs> there's a silent charisma. There's a silent five. <laughs> to catch a niner. <laughs> All right, so here's the part of the podcast where I do a lot of math, uh, and so that's not boring for you guys. I'm gonna go ahead and send you some of the abilities your wizard, bard, and cleric. Has All three of your classes are spellcasters, so I've sent you a spell list. I've also dropped in a couple other cool things that you can do. Uh, so while you look those over, I'm going to work on some spreadsheets. Yeah, I'm kind of worried that, we, that we're all spellcasters and none of us is a fighter. Well, I think it reflects our family pretty closely. That's true. <laughs> you do you do have, like, the cleric actually can fight. Like, you have weapons. We're just going to deal with that. Like, if, if, if you want to go hit something in the face, you tell me. We'll figure it out. We're talking about Ken Caminetti. Are you serious? Of I'm course you can fight. I'm literally pulling up a video of Ken Caminetti in a brawl right now. In a brawl. That, that's their D- Wait, brawl or brawl? Yes. Yes! You can't prove he wasn't in a brawl. Okay, cool. So now that you guys have chosen your ability scores and gotten to see some of the cool stuff your characters can do, we do have to uh, fill in those empty boxes labeled health and armor. So Ken Caminiti, the dragonborn cleric, you are pretty beefy. You have 17 health. Oh, yeah. And armor rating of 18, which makes you pretty damn hard to hit. That's almost 19. You are wearing chain mail. You have a shield. Oh, my God. You are not very stealthy, but you are very beefy. Yeah. This is strangely realistic. <laughs> if you could see him, he's wearing chain mail right now. What was my health rating again? Can I get a... a uh, sev- yeah, 17 okay. health. And armor 18 17. armor. Yeah, 17 is wow. also your hemoglobin A1C. <laughs> <laughs> it's a diabetes joke. Uh, uh, also, keep in mind, when I talk about health, uh, when you get to zero health, you're not dead. You're just like unconscious and in danger of dying. I'm not dead yet. So, Lawrence McCrayer, yeah. you are at 15 health, not quite as beefy, oh, right. and 13 AC armor class, which is respectable. Oh, thanks. Uh, however, however, the great Monty, yeah. the human wizard, Uh-oh. perpetually hung over after a misadventure with the mucus of Murkow. You have 12 health and an armor rating of 9. That, uh, that's better than I thought I was going to yeah, get. for yeah. real. We'll take it. Just don't get too loud around him. A stiff breeze is potentially life-altering. Well, so just I'm going to stand behind these other guys and also... Yep. 
in an apartment in South Florida. Hey, you know you you are you're a spell slinger, man. Like that's like that's kind of your game. You're not about mm-hmm. being in the fray. No, so keep no. that in mind. Right. Uh, also, just want to note, uh, uh, as a tiefling, uh, Lawrence, you actually have another. You have a bonus to charisma, so that charisma score for you is actually three. Oh, not nice. two. I'll take that. And uh, uh, Ken Caminiti, the Dragonborn cleric, Dragonborns are just unnaturally strong. So I want oh. you to take your strength up to zero well, instead God, of that... minus one. Oh, so. all the way to zero, huh? Yeah, humans, Monty, uh, have no benefits whatsoever. Yeah. What about Social Security, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you have... You have your skills, you have your numbers, you have the mechanics. I think that's enough math yeah. and words for now. I'm ready to tell a story. You guys ready? Let's yeah, do it. Let's We're go. ready. All right. Cool. McCrair, Ken Caminiti, and the Great Monty, you are an internationally known team of investigators, known for solving the trickiest problems across many realms. You are known for your finesse, for your tact, and for the way that you solve problems with flair. You have been hired by the queen of this kingdom to investigate an insidious plot. And so my first question for you, what is the name of this kingdom? Seattle. This is the kingdom of... Los Santos. No, come on. Lo- we can Los Lobos? Yeah. Uh, Los Lobos, that's better. Obviously. The ki- yeah, the kingdom of, you've been hired by the kingdom of Los Lobos. Uh, the queen of Los Lobos has hired you uh, in secret fashion because there have been rumors of an assassination plot against her husband, the king, from a member of his own court. Does the king have a name? Uh, yeah, what should the king of, I mean, the king of Los Lobos, he's got to have a sweet name. What's his name? Richie Valens. No. <laughs> no. It seems obvious, don't no, you think? No, I know, but we've already done. <laughs> yeah, we did the Los Lobos yeah. joke. Fair. I feel like the king should only have one name, like Madonna. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Stratera. Okay, good one. That is King cool. Stratera. King Stratera, yep. King Stratera of the Los Lobos kingdom uh, is in danger of being assassinated by a member of his own court. It's an insidious plot. And you've gone, you've each gone undercover as a different member of the king's court to foil this nefarious plot. Now to do this, you've picked cover stories and roles within the court that are going to give you the maximum level of access and visibility. What cover stories or disguises or roles in the court have you each chosen to get close to the potential assassin. I would like to be the dishwasher, please. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. The your, kingdom dishwasher. Your seven-foot, 250-pound dishwasher hiding inconspicuously in the kitchen? Sure. Yeah. Who just won the MVP? <laughs> For the National League MVP. <laughs> Ken Caminiti, the dragon-born dishwasher. <laughs> That's right. Born to wash. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Lauren's uh, tiefling bar. Tiefling, you've got the tail. You've got the horns. I sure do. Hard it's to hide be... in plain sight. How mm. are you pulling this off? What is your role in the? In, in the uh... you, you could you could just be like a gargoyle on top of the of the, of the cathedral, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> hiding out there. I'm well painted. No, I'm. I'm. I feel like I need to go jester. I feel like I'm going to be the okay. little devil on one shoulder. That's a good choice. That's a good. You know, you're a little big for one shoulder, but you could like lean on a shoulder. Yeah, I could, I'm just sort of leaning casually. Yeah, you're you're losing that charisma. You're using the power of touch, the yeah. power of humor. Uh, yeah, you know, you're more than just a joker. You know, like you tell it like it is. You speak truth to power. I'm a midnight toker, baby. 
Nothing? Okay. Let, no, no, let's move yeah, on. Never say that again. Okay, Great Monty, perpetually hungover. How do you ingratiate yourself into the court here? I'm a five-headed dragon named Tiamat. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Thank you, John, for laughing right. at that. No, no. Right. <laughs> Clearly, that's not going to work for the story. Um, no, I will be... Um, hmm. I will be a bartender. Okay. Slinging drinks. I know a lot about booze. Yep. Yeah, yeah, slinging drinks. Okay. Oh, hungover bartender. Yeah, they're all hungover. <laughs> they're all hungover. That's every bartender yeah. I ever met. That's what I mean. Yeah. All right. Hide in plain so, sight. Uh, our dragonborn cleric is is you know hiding in plain sight as dishwasher. The tiefling bard has sort of ingratiated themselves into the jester role. You bet. And the great Monty, human wizard, you're slinging drinks. You're well positioned to figure out what's going on. Indeed, I am. Who's plotting this dastardly deed? Tonight, uh, as luck would have it, is the night of an elaborate banquet, a celebration of the harvest in the kingdom of Los Lobos. Uh, This is royal court in full swing. There's music, there's performers, there are important noblemen and uh, people of influence from the surrounding villages and fiefs. And your intelligence work up to this point, you've been embedded in these roles for months now, has told you that tonight is the night that this evil plot is going to go down. So, uh... Who have you decided, based on your months of research and, you know, subterfuge, are the three most likely would-be assassins? Who have you got your eyes on? Well, we've obviously got the, the lead of the harem uh, that I've been keeping an eye on for quite some time, Sheena, who uh, it seems like maybe she's got other intentions in mind. Okay, great, great. Okay, who else? Um, it could be a... Um rival uh, member of the royal family who may have a drinking problem but mm. uh, but but feels like um, you know he should be on the throne talking about Eddie yeah oh yeah that's Eddie, Eddie all right yep you, you've met oh I know Eddie rival rival uh, uh, you know competitor for the for the throne uh, uh, cousin Eddie okay he's more he's of an uncle uncle he's an uncle uncle Eddie uncle Eddie uh, great uh, is that Eddie? Is that Ed, in like Ed, Ed, and Eddie fashion? Is this like an IE? Is this a Y? How does Eddie self style? It's an IE. It's oh, it's IE yeah, all day. It's always yeah. been IE. Always an IE when it comes to Eddie. Right, and he'll punch you for saying otherwise. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. Pe- people have lost their heads. This is this is royalty we're talking about. All right, uh, uh, Ken, do you have your eye on anybody? Yeah. So there's uh, the footman to the king, an orc named Brandy. Uh huh. I've gotten to know him intimately and watched him from both afar oh. and anear. Mm, a little too near. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I didn't know anear was a word, but it I makes made that no, up. it makes sense. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Tales of ribaldry. <laughs> you <laughs> rake you. <laughs> that was that was vaguely, that was a little walking you were doing there. It was crazy. I'm gonna ask that Lawrence McCrae. Sounds like Christopher Walken. Do you think you can do that for me? Oh, he's been oh, dying to do that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Great. They, they I got, got Walken for days. Call for this. Character voices are not required for this podcast, except in this one in this one instance. So uh, now is your opportunity to try to ascertain for sure who the real culprit is. And here's how we're going to do this. You're going to be short scenes uh, in each of your sort of embedded roles, where you're going to try to figure out uh, exactly, you know, uh, who is actually preparing for an assassination attempt tonight.
So we're gonna start with uh, uh, the great Monty, uh, the great Monty, the human wizard. Uh, you're at the bar, and Eddie, uh, this uh, dastardly competitor for the throne, waddles up to the bar. What's Eddie look like? Describe Eddie to me. We need to hate him. Well, I, I think you said, no, you said it well. Eddie waddles, and nobody likes a waddler. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> this is why. Remember when they were like, oh, "We're going to have that all penguin zoo, and every and people will come from far and wide to see all penguins," and, and Never. it just failed miserably. Never. Show right. me a fucking penguin. I'm walking yeah. toward the door. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he. Um, that sounds like <clears throat> a country song. Yeah. The, uh, this yeah. thing writes itself. Yeah. Hey, write that down, please. That's gold. Yeah, I mean he um, he's been in royalty for a long time. He is in his. 50s yeah. and is tired of being an uncle but but he's got the look about him that says he cares for nobody but himself and his parrot because he has a parrot that he brings <laughs> fucking great. everywhere okay and it so annoys I'm thinking, everybody yeah and, and i'm thinking like, uh, what is the parrot what is the parrot's name uh cha-cha cha-cha the parrot okay uh yeah and and everybody just hates this guy. Hates Eddie. So I'm imagining Eddie is sort of like a Baron Harkonnen from the Dune miniseries, like sure, lot, yeah. uh, uh, lots of bu- lots of buh noises. So okay, Eddie yeah, waddles yeah. up, cha cha on I'm his the shoulder. I'm the only one that's tracking you right now about the in, uh, about the Baron in robes that he has to hold up by the hem, <laughs> and he's like. Pour another one for me, you stupid, stupid commoner. Right, yes, exactly. And That's Cha-Cha's the there just shitting down his shoulder. <laughs> no, yeah. no, he's shitting yeah. in everybody yeah. else's drink. Oh, I see. But the Baron. And yeah. the, par- the parrot goes, Brock, feed his habit. <laughs> <laughs> and... The great Monty, what do you? What drink do you make for Eddie? He's he's many drinks deep. He must have pre-gamed this event. No, it's true. We so we actually had a drink that we had already made up for him that involved. Uh-huh, good. Well, I mean, it's not for him. It's for everybody else. But it involved parrot shit. So uh, it was called. <laughs> you know, it's true. It was it was called a a, a, par- a parrot shit mesquite. And I can give oh, it's the recipe. delightfully smoky. Yeah, it's smoky. Yeah, yeah. It's smoky, and that goes kind of with the with little the tang. Yeah, yeah, and so because like this would always happen, and so we were like, oh, okay, if this is just gonna happen, like let's just make something of this. And does yeah, we it, call it a guanarita. Does it have to be <laughs> guanarita? That's what I meant. Yeah, I meant Gu- guanarita. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Eddie yeah. grabs his guanarita and, and <laughs> no, takes no, a sip. No, and Eddie goes, never drinks this. He oh. never drinks because he knows it's got parrot shit in it. Would you? Oh. Everybody else has to drink it, and this is why everybody fucking hates it when he- Ed hates shows up. Eddie. Yeah. Well, this is your this is your opportunity before Eddie grabs his drink angrily and walks away. Whatever you make for him, this is your opportunity to try to get some more information out of Eddie. Uh-huh. He is inebriated. Uh-huh. You. This might be your opportunity to get some more intelligence. So, how do you try to convince Eddie to spill the beans or give you some sort of hint that he is the would be assassin? No, I make a joke, and the joke is, <laughs> Eddie. The fucking people are drinking all the guanaritas tonight, aren't they? <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and everything just shakes and well, he's rolls. He's got sort of a Jabba vibe. And like one eye, yeah, 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 one eye sort of like half lids the whole time he's laughing. Yeah. And he's like, stupid, stupid people and their lack of royalty. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Cha Cha the parrot goes like, scum of the earth, scum of the earth. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and he says, 
just you wait. And he looks at your name tag, and he's like, bartender, tonight is the night that everything changes. Oh, shit's going down. It sounds like he attended Hamilton the night before. Just you wait. (laughs) It'll be in the room where it happens. He, like, you know, flicks you like a tip, but it's not nearly enough. It's like a silver piece, and, like, that's not really great as a tip in an event like this. Uh, Anything you want to do before Eddie sort of wanders back into the crowd? Yeah, a couple of things. Number one, it turns out that the that the guanaritas become amazingly popular, and so oh, like wherever yeah. the sh- wherever the parrot shits, like I want to scrape a little bit off it because because it turns out that that's kind of a hot commodity right oh, now. It's like that that right that yeah animal shit coffee. It's yeah. like yeah, four hundred exactly bucks it. an ounce. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's become like acai, you know, like yes. it's, yeah. it's it's it's, it's, it's the, the done thing now. Right. Yeah, that's right. So first, I want to do that, and then I want to be, and then I want to be like, I just want to be like. Well, I just wish it was something different, and uh, I just feel like it's time for a change. Oh. Uh, Eddie uh, sort of gives you an appraising eye raise as you sort of walk beside him, uh, and he sort of pats you on the shoulder, and he says, I can tell that you're one of the good ones. Stick by my side, and you will be a king in your own right. Uh, and you all sort of walk off into the crowd, and you believe that you have sort of, uh, Eddie sort of believes that you're his people, and Eddie's always looking for people who can, like, make him drinks and listen to him talk. So, uh, Lawrence McCrayer, uh, the tiefling bard, uh, how are you as a jester trying to, like, scope out the place and look for signs of, you know, ill deeds? Have you been to The Lion King, the Broadway show? Uh, no. Okay, there's a moment uh, in The Lion King that gets um, super annoying where they're doing a show, as is what Broadway is, and then all of a sudden they're in your lap for some goddamn reason. And they're <laughs> doing stuff to your face, and you don't want them there because they're actors and they belong on, behind the proscenium. But that's the thing that I tend to do because I want to touch, I want to f- make sure that everybody's on the up and up. Yeah. What's a proscenium? It, yeah, I'm gonna buy you a, a dictionary, flower. friend. It's a flower. I can't take you back to fifth grade. We we passed I, that yeah. flag. If you went to that fifth grade, <laughs> 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 yeah. if you went to that school for fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Joy bachelor life. That's got a saying. liberal arts degree now. <laughs> so. I, during performances, will go out in the crowd. I will sit on people's laps. I will make them part of the show, so to speak. However, yeah. uh, my, the, the space that I've found most interesting um, as an investigator is in the green room. So this is where I hang out with the other performers who are to entertain the king. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, so let, let's, let's say this. So let's say that you're actually like, you start in the green room because you're waiting for Sheena to appear, right? Like, this is sort of like the entry point, green room-wise, for anybody who's going to go out yeah. and, you know, show off the king's wealth and all the amazing, you know, like, entertainers and a harem, those are sort of like a badge of honor and like a sign yeah. of status uh, for this, uh, the kingdom of uh, Los Lobos. So King Stratera is sort of like, has them timed out and they're going to parade out and impress people with his his wealth. And so... Uh, you see Sheena pass through the green room, and I'm guessing you're going to try to, like, use your wiles, and you're sitting in laps, all kinds of laps, indiscriminate laps. Oh, yeah. 
in an effort to never let Sheena out of your sight, because you can tell she's trying to be stealthy in how she moves through this room. So I'm going to move three chairs ahead of where she's walking, and I'm going to uh, do my best to voice fairly loudly. What happened to the Christopher Walken? Well, I haven't said anything yet. Oh. You haven't gotten to hear my voice yet. So I voice uh, fairly confidently and loudly. Well, I've heard there's some kind of craziness that's supposed to go down, and I can't wait to find out how I can be a part of it. I just, I just want to be in a room where it happens. <laughs> I don't want to miss okay. my shot. Sheena, uh, sort of like, uh, you know, as she sort of gracefully, very, you know, uh, head held high, moving, you know, through the room. By the way, Sheena is a drow, so Sheena is a dark elf. Um, so sort of this underground, uh, but very beautiful, uh, and actually matriarchal society. So this is this is an incredible uh, addition to the, this king's court. Is uh, Sheena? Oh, you don't the have drow. to tell me. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. so this drow, this elegant, beautiful drow, uh, 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 female drow, sort of stares, da- like like snaps her head and stares daggers at you and makes eye contact. Do you uh, do you play it off or do you, do you lock eyes with her? Uh, so no, I certainly play it off, um, and and uh, I will make a joke uh, about the coming festivities and say, I would love to do this again, but it seems like we do the same show every year and perhaps we could try something new because it seems like the same tired old nonsense and i'm hoping to pull her because i know that she's had to go through this same exact routine year after year for king stratera i'm hoping to pull her into the with the actual christopher walken because he's like always there (laughs) (laughs) he's one of the gargoyles so you're you're trying to you're trying to like uh position yourself as like an ally or or friend i'm an ally for sure yeah Yeah. but but i want i want to make sure she doesn't know that i know that she's listening okay so this is not you're not you're not trying to get her to come over to you you're just trying to like uh position yourself as a friend i'm hoping she might join the conversation Oh, I see. So uh, here's the deal. Sheena is so above it. She has her, she has her, you know, stage plot. She has her blocking. Uh, She does not notice you. You sort of like put her off the trail with your, your loud uh, stage whisper. Good. And so as you follow, as you follow her around the room though, you notice her because you're now at a distance. You're sitting in laps. You're sitting in laps. (laughs) As I am wont to do. How? That's his main power. <laughs> lap, <laughs> lap, lap dancing. Yeah. So, I uh, just imagining a uh, just imagining a tief, a tiefling Christopher Walken giving lap dances is really amazing to me. Yeah, that's, uh, what we were so, going that's my spank uh, bank tonight, you, boys. You, you see, you see, you see Sheena, uh, uh, one of her attendants. She sort of like whispers in her ear and points, and that attendant uh, uh, sort of moves off towards a back room, like back oh. into the backstage hey. area of the room. Wait, wait. What do you do? So the attendant moves into the back room or Sheena moves into the back room? No, Sheena keeps moving around the room, looking haughty and, you know, head held high and mm-hmm. smiling and nodding, playing her role very well. Yeah. But she has sent an attendant back into the back room. I will stealthily follow the attendant into the back room. That is a mistake. You're a mistake. That's what Sheena wants you to do. As yeah. one of twins, I can tell you one of us was a mistake. It was almost certainly you. That I actually. Uh, you, you attempt to, to. Can I get a yes on that guy? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure. You sneak into this back room and you're sort of like you edge your way through a doorway, and unfortunately, you run directly into the attendant who's coming back out and looks very surprised to see you. Uh, and as uh, you have a second where you can do something or say something, what do you do to get this person on your side? Because she's gonna she's gonna alert Sheena. 
fake yeah. a seizure. So, so immediately I reach around my waist looking like a sort of a Jerry Lewis character, all disheveled and confused, adorable Hugh, Hugh Grant slash Jerry Lewis style, and going, I've, I've lost four of my juggling balls, and I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what's going to happen next. If I can't find my juggling balls for the king, you got to help me. Uh, she uh, she looks at you and sort of like uh, is a little shocked, and she's like, uh, fine, and she gets out of the way and lets you into the room. That, that was enough to con- convince her, it seems like. And so I'm just going to continue mumbling in sort of a half half exacerbated state going they've got to be here somewhere i know i left them they're around here somewhere while are you moving into the room yes absolutely i'm rooting around in the room i'm going into every drawer uh give me a yeah so let's do this let's do it in uh an investigate so this is a sort of like a back room it does have desks with drawers it's like a storage area there are uh, you know supplies for the banquet there's like props for entertainment there's all kinds of stuff back here the only thing that looks out of place maybe uh is uh, there is a setup back here for the stage in here. There's like, you know, like the stand bags and things that uh, like yeah. drop, like stagecraft kind of stuff, and like shit. old ropes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 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 So that's the only thing really of note in this storage room. Uh, why don't you give me an investigation check? That would be uh, a D20 plus your intelligence. Oh, that's a 20. You, that's going to be a 12. That's amazing. Uh, so that's a 12 and don't forget you get plus one to everything yeah that includes the plus one okay the plus one okay great so at a 12 you you know that she did something involving these ropes and pulley system here but you have no idea what it was okay you have no idea what it was all right i mean it's possible that it would that it there there are situations in which this was not Nefarious, right? Right. Like uh, she, she uh, was activating. You can't like tell the, exactly the what she did. Part of the show, right? Yeah. She was yeah. Rehearsing yeah. for the HMS Pinafore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was tonight's show. I the am Pinafore. the very model of a modern major general. <laughs> Stratera's big on uh, Gilbert and Sullivan. Huge yeah, fan. Huge ah, fan. Who is it? Am I right? Come on. Caminiti. So Ken Caminiti, the Dragonborn cleric, you are in the kitchen. I am. Uh, Where I uh, belong. You, you, uh, you suspect the footman orc named Brandy. Yeah, he's a uh, fine man. As, <laughs> as luck would have it. He really is. Brandy. He, has, he wears a braided chain. This sort of like eight foot, uh, actually probably the only person in the king's court who's actually bigger than you, mm-hmm. uh, walks into... Uh, the the kitchen mm-hmm. uh, and is sort of uh, sort of just taking a break. Uh, he doesn't appear to be in for any reason except maybe to hide uh, from whatever duties he was not doing. He's not a very yep. You got time to lean. You got time to clean, pal. Amen. That's, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that what you that's say? That's what him? I say to him. Yeah. The orc the orc looks over at you. The orc brandy looks over at you, and uh, in a gruff voice with teeth exposed says, "Mind your own business, dragon." Oh, Whoa. shit. Which is which is the point that I would like to use the spell uh, that uh, you informed me that I can no, have. I got spells too. Uh, that changes my eyes to a flutter. I would like to I would like to flirt with him with flirty eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you dog. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't remember the name right. of said spell, but I know it's one of those things that you sent me. Right, so I'm you, the, in the cleric spells. I'm thinking, of, what, what spell are you referring to? I, I made a special note that clerics were particularly flirty. Hold on, 
Uh, this is good radio. <laughs> it's fine. It's all in the edit, man. It's all in the edit. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. You want me to recite some poetry real quick? Is that super interesting? Oh, yeah, here it as, is. Here it is. Uh, thaumaturgy, you. Oh, I see. You alter the appearance of your eyes for one minute. Yes, I do. Oh man, I, I look like you are schooling me. I look like Puss in Boots. I, okay. Oh, you Great. put your Puss in Boots eyes on. Uh, so, so are you? Are you attempting to flirt with orc? I am uh, yes. with the orc here. Yes, okay, I am. Okay, great. Um, uh, the orc uh, is strangely into it. Um, mm, not not the way I thought the scene was going to go. Uh, so I imagine that you also like <laughs> splash some water, like all those like the, no, actually, the people who soapy, wash cars. Soapy yeah, water. Yes. You soapy splash water. some soapy water yes. up into your face yes. and onto your sort of dragon yes. burn. What what are you that wearing is what as I, what is like, what are you wearing like as, a, watching, as a dishwasher? Have you seen uh, the video with Tawny Katane and Cherry Pie? I'm, That's I'm, not Tawny Katane. She was in uh, the White Snake video. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm Here I go okay. again. Yeah. Great. Yes. Okay, so uh, the orc walks over, and, uh, you know, this is not quite that kind of podcast, and uh, but orcs— No, I'm not—I um, don't want to head that direction in reality. They're, well, they're not really—orcs are not really much for, like, uh, flirting or foreplay. You're telling so me. So the orc just sort of, like, gets a little <laughs> touch. <laughs> Invisible uh, touch. Brandy gets, Brandy gets handsy. Okay. Uh, oh, on Ken Caminiti. Okay. He's like oh, a state senator on like the convention. a convention. A little forceful. Don't yeah. do he, it. He takes a wide stance. Yep. <laughs> Take a wide stance. Okay. So you what do you me? do? Are you are you going to reciprocate this? Uh, how how are you going to handle the situation? And might I ask, what is your objective? My. <laughs> Uh, I didn't really have one. Uh, this is like high school dating all over again for me. I could never get past that first initial stage. Uh, my, I don't know what happens his, after this. No, he didn't get past his stance. <laughs> my my objective is is only uh, to uh, get him to a point of confusion enough that uh, he'll reveal information that otherwise he wouldn't share. Because orcs aren't very smart, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so how are you going to get this information out of him? Are you going to, like, flirtatiously? I'm going to try, but I only have one minute with my altered eyes, so I have to move quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so go ahead and uh, this will determine how much information you get. So I'm going to get have you make a persuasion check, which is going to be your charisma, oh, that's which is a minus me. one. Yes, this yeah, is a bad play I, by me. Yeah, bad play, bad, bad play. Actually, let's, I want to play to your strengths here, so let's not do charisma. No, I'm going to say this is going to be in, insight. Right. Which is wisdom, which oh, is really good. That's pretty good. That's a good idea. So uh, change the whole uh, game and just uh, yeah. You exchange some words with the orc brandy. The orc uh, uh, shares his frustration with his role and his job, and he hates working for the king. And it's a dumb job, and uh, he could be so much more. And his his but don't worry, his ticket is coming in soon. That sort of you know pillow talk kind yeah. of thing. He wants to and, be an English major. <laughs> So I'm going to let you roll a d20 and add your wisdom. This is insight. This is discerning another uh, creature's intentions. Okay. I'm... So give me a d20 and add three. 20? That's amazing. No, 16. 16. Wow. 16. That's the total? Yeah, yeah, that's the total. Strong. That's pretty Stronger, good. quite strong. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay. So uh, you get the you get the feeling that this isn't just like... Uh, his everyday complaining. Brandy believes that something very important in his career is going to happen tonight. This is going to be his big break. Just you wait. You'll be with him on the other side, sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I would uh, I would like to uh, now play hard to get with Brandy and just turn back to my dishes. Okay. 
so uh, the uh, I'm gonna you know it takes a turn. So orcs don't like to be disrespected. So uh, he gets a little uh, the orc brandy gets a little rough. It's not it's uh, it's more that he feels he's been slighted. You are being confronted by a very large orc that that you believe uh, might mean you harm. What do you do? I, I I think I go at him. I I would like. I would like to uh, push back yeah. on his aggressiveness. Yes. Yeah, uh, great. You should. So here's what that's right. Here's so, what we are gonna do. Uh, you are. I want you to. Tr- you're gonna try to hit him. He's wearing just basic a uh, hide armor. It's not anything crazy. Okay. So I want you to roll a d20. Okay. Uh, yes, and yes. add your just add your well your strength which is zero okay. uh, zero. So just got it. Straight up d20. You got to beat a thirteen. Is one higher or less than thirteen? Oh, that was a. How would you describe <laughs> terrible roll? That was not good. Uh, uh, you so you rolled a one. I did. I rolled a yeah. one. That, that is called a critical. So here's the rules in D and D. You can't save a one and you can't uh, stop a twenty. But a one is a critical oh. failure. Yes. What that means is that uh, something really bad happens. So you take a. He slipped in in the suds. You slip on the suds yep. that you yes. splashed on yourself. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, you you, you dude, yeah. What did you do? And you, oh. How many times you go, go down. This? You go down, and unfortunately, Ken, you actually take. Uh, uh, let me uh, give me one second. I got to roll a dice, and you uh, and you take four damage. So mark that down. Oh man. We've each worked through some scenes. We've taken some time. You've, you've worked the room. I'm not sure you're any particularly closer uh, to knowing exactly what's <laughs> Thanks happening. Thanks for pointing that out, Jonathan. Uh, we don't have and... to splash suds on each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm positive. Uh, let's say this. Let's say that you guys, after the orc leaves the room, uh, uh, Lawrence, the great Monty, Ken, you all, by previous agreement, meet up in uh, the kitchen that you sort of have to yourselves. So I want you guys to get together and try to figure out, can you crack this one? Do you know who you need to stop oh, before yeah. the night ends. Everybody. I, I would like to suggest uh, that I uh, have a conversation with Eddie uh, using my command spell. Uh, okay. To to see uh, if that spell will, uh, if I could push something out of him, so to speak, to yeah. get info. And let me see if I can, um, why don't I move over and um, take on the orc and see if I can charm that orc into going back to Caminetti. <laughs> Be honest, man. He's the best thing that ever happened to you. Well, like, you yeah. know, like you can't just right. leave people. You got to give relationships a chance. I mean, right. like the fact is, there's only one person for everybody, and you have to find that person. And if that person is in Vietnam, then you better fucking go to Vietnam, man. That's right, man. You guys, you guys wasted a lot of good material on that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like love. Yep. In Southeast Asia, so go. Find the love. Here's the deal. Uh, you, whatever plan you guys make, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to it. So okay. so, what is your <laughs> oh, plan? This is your little so, strategy session. So here here's what I'd like to propose. What is your plan I, leaving this room? I would yeah, like I would like to go out on the stage. So here's what I think is that because Lawrence discovered something was going on with these ropes that are holding up sandbags and props and backdrops, I think Lawrence wants to go out on the stage and surprise the harem dancers because they have a they have a little show coming up that the king is going to be attended to and Lawrence wants to go out there and maybe find his way into the show because he thinks something's going on up in those catwalks 
Okay. So is this the plan? Like this uh, is my uh, part of the plan. Yeah. So that's Justin's. That's Justin's part of the plan. Yeah. I'm gonna go after this orc. Um, like Matt already did his thing, and that's cool. And um, failed. And failed. Yeah. Miserably. I'm, and and failed miserably. But I'm gonna um, go ahead and try to charm this person, and um, see if I can get a little bit more information. So you, Matt, should go after. The uncle. Oh. Yes, I'd like Nobody to talk saw to Uncle that Eddie. Coming. Right. Yeah. You should talk to Uncle Eddie. Yes, I would. I would like to talk to Uncle Eddie and see. Actually, I'd like to talk to Uncle Eddie's parrot. Who, yes. Who, yeah. Who yeah that parrot's more. seen everything. That parrot yeah. knows all and sees. That's all. That's absolutely exactly right. right. So this. So this is the plan. So uh, let, let me let me set this up here. So uh, Ken, uh, you're making your way. Uh, did you say you're going after Uncle Eddie's parrot? Yeah. So, yes. Is that true? Yes. Ken, you make your way over to Uncle Eddie. You find him in the crowd. We sort of pause there. Lawrence, you are making your way onto the stage, sort of, sort of incorporate yourself into the performance as you look around and try to look for dangers. And the great Monty is going to try to catch uh, Brandy, the orc footman, which you do uh, sort of at a side door as he appears to be marshalling some of his guards. Um, and just that moment, you all hear the room sort of quiet down, and there's some polite applause, and you turn to see the king. Uh, taking his spot on the stage, uh, Sheena and her harem arranged around him, and he says, uh, Noble lords and ladies, thank you so much for visiting me on this fine day and seeing what the prosperity and wonder of the kingdom of Los Lobos has to offer. Yes, it has been a hard and trying time, but I promise that the future is even brighter. And right at the moment he says brighter, you hear a zoom, and an arrow catches him in the shoulder. Oh, no. Uh, and he says, ma. And at that moment, right, also at that moment, uh, a spell seems to hit him. Uh, three bolts of magical energy that resemble parrot shit uh, hit him. Uh, uh, square in the chest and one in the forehead and he stumbles backwards. So we failed and the game is over. And at just that moment, a gigantic sandbag falls down on him and knocks him to the ground. That bitch. Oh. Shot, pierced, and crushed. And Lawrence, you stare in horror. Yeah. And then turn to see Sheena smirking at you as she and everyone in her harem draw knives. Oh. Knives? Ken Caminiti, you turn to see Eddie, a wand drawn and outstretched, and he then uh, pulls back the wand for just a moment, turns to you, and says, Finally, the time for my ascendance. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he has a stroke at that exact moment. And Monty, you turn to see Brandy just as he sets down a bow, smiles at you, and uh, draws an axe from his back. The rest of his guards also draw weapons and fan out into the crowd who scream. And the orc just smiles at you. And as you each face down, the drow, the noble, and the orc. You hear them say, all together, at the exact same time. And now, you die.
Jonathan. Thanks for listening to this, our second episode of Everybody Plays D&D. Uh, I think that uh, Lawrence McCrair, the great Monty, and Ken Caminiti are all doing great, great jobs. Uh, and I'm super happy to have had them on the show. Speaking of which, if you would like to be on the show and be taught how to play D&D with your friends, uh, you can email me, uh, epddcast at gmail.com. That's epddcast at gmail.com. Uh, tell me why you be a, uh, want to be on the show, who you want to be in the show with, and I'll see if I can make it happen. Uh, otherwise, not much to say this week other than, again, thank you, thank you for listening. Please send the show to a friend. Uh, who you think also might be super nerdy and enjoy some D&D with people they don't know. Um, and, uh, oh, a quick two things I wanted to call out. Uh, yes, I realize uh, Justin changed his character's name from Lanten to Lawrence. Totally escaped me while we were playing. Uh, but in my defense, he's the one who decided to change it and not tell anyone. And yes, they really were all recording on the exact same mic. I thought that was hilarious. It sort of made them seem like some sort of three-headed demon. Uh, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and I was super uh, happy to have them on the show. So uh, without any more uh, host break here, I want to let you guys get back to the story. Uh, so again, thanks for listening. Share with a friend. And if you want to be on the show, that's epddcast at gmail.com. Thanks. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they were all in on it. And now you're facing off mano a mano, uh, one against each of them. And uh, and they are brandishing weapons and coming at you hard here. So in D&D, combat works by rolling initiative. It determines who gets to go in what order, like who's quicker than who. I'm going to treat these little one-on-one battles, but I want everyone to roll initiative. So you just roll a, uh, roll a D20 and add your dexterity. Okay, so I have a, I have a 21. So that was Lawrence with a twenty-one, strong, yep. strong, very, very speedy. I'm, I am a amazing twenty. Nine. That's a amazing. Nine. Nine. You've literally made that joke every time we've. Rolled I'm it gonna down. keep doing it because <laughs> the key to humor over time. is repetition. That's a Ken at a nine, and what about Monty? Twenty. No. That's amazing. No. What? No. Nope. Nope. He's, he's at. Uh, he's a three. Three. Okay, so this is gonna have to work. Uh. uh Lorenz, despite being surprised, you yeah. you have gotten the drop on Sheena as, sure as her as her other haremness uh, go out to deal with the crowd around them. You are facing down Sheena, and uh, and she is uh, not amused. She now knows that you are on to her and yeah. are a threat. Yeah, I don't. Blame but you her. get the drop on her. How do you deal with Sheena as she charges at you with a knife drawn? So how close am I? Am I? Uh, so you are, she's charging you from backstage. You were sort of, st- uh, stage left center. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a sleep spell. Okay. Which, I'm try which, to put it to sleep. Which I have. Yeah, you On do. to Sheena, who hasn't slept in days. If you could see the bags under her eyes, honey, you could pack for a vacation in those. Yeah. So this is how, this is how sleep works in D&D. So you roll a D8. Uh, that's the one that looks like two pyramids smashed together. You oh, roll it five are. times. Yeah. Okay. And uh, do you want to try to get her whole group in this? That's like the 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 group of of her followers who are like oh, yeah. starting to like oh, yeah. tear into this crowd. Creatures okay. within twenty Great. feet so, are affected. So I, I I'm covering the whole stage. Baby. Yeah, yeah. You can like neutralize the whole. So yeah, just I roll those d8s and give me the total. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna get a you can four. just shot them out, odd them up for you. Yeah. We got a four plus uh, one, which is five, which is not great. 
plus three, which is eight, plus three more, which is also not great. So we have 11 plus an eight, which is 19. That's pretty good. That is actually enough to take down. Uh, uh, as she runs at you, she sort of lurches forward uh, fast asleep, falls onto the ground, uh, <laughs> and, and affected by this magical sleep. And uh, you also catch uh, one of her of her harem. It wasn't one. they weren't great rolls, but enough to catch two of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, okay. So that lasts for one minute, which in uh, just so you know, in D and D combat terms, a round of combat is only like like six seconds. So like ten rounds of combat, she's asleep for. So pretty well, pretty well neutralized. That was quick okay. thinking. All right, great. Uh, so she's and it's asleep. actually very, very good for you because she was up next. Uh, so that was that was very quick thinking. Uh, cool. Next in the order is going to be Ken, or sorry, no, uh, uh, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie is next up. Eddie oh. is facing down Ken, and uh, uh, with that wand drawn, he's going to try to take a hit at you okay. uh, with a spell. Uh, he is casting magic missile. Whoa. So. Uh, that's that. what happens. Can these three? Right these uh, uh, he flicks his wand, and uh, uh, three what look like uh, little wads of parrot droppings, uh, fl- magical parrot droppings, fly at you in midair as the as uh, Cha Cha the the parrot just cackles like kill him, kill him all. <laughs> uh, that was a chicken, not a parrot. Uh, so. Uh, Five, that was a great wow. Bruce Valanche, though. Nine. Terrible parrot. Nine. Great Bruce Valanche. Uh, Ken, you you take eleven damage as oh, these uh, as these parrot is this parrot poop I, I can't even slams into you. No, not against magic missile. He's a good spellcaster. Magic missile is like red rocket for parrots. Yeah, I think you can purchase yeah, that it at, is. at an adult store. <laughs> magic missile. Yeah. Got me a magic missile. So. Uh, so, but actually, next up is going before we resolve, Ken, what you do. Uh, the orc is actually uh, facing down the great Monty. He is wielding this massive axe with two hands, uh, and is going to try to hit you with it. That is a fourteen to hit. Does a fourteen beat your armor rating? It definitely does. He's a nine. Yeah, he's he's a pathetic. Nine. You're real oh, easy to hit. He's pathetic. Uh, okay, well, this might hurt. It's, Let's find out. It's like chopping uh, beef. Yeah, a little chicken skin. Okay, so not awful. Uh, uh, that is well, it's pretty awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a nineteen. Monty, you take you take nine you damage. Take Seventy three <laughs> damage. Yeah. Yeah, man, these are taking chunks okay, out of you first. So I'm down to three. Um, you okay, can fillet. Yeah, okay, Ken. Yeah, Ken. You're facing down I'm Eddie. Eddie. You've just been magic missile pooped. I'm, I'm bleeding from the head. This is a grounder to the I've shortstop. Been, Make co- the play. I'm covered in bird turd, which is appropriate given my backstory yep. in real life. <laughs> and so I get to choose what to do now? Yeah, yeah, you got to take down so, Eddie. So do I have to take him down, or can I heal myself? Is is healing an option? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can heal yourself, but it would take your action. Essentially, each round of combat, you can do something, take an action or attack, and you can move. All right. Well, I I think I'm gonna go full on guiding bolt on him. Can I do that? Oh man, baller. Yeah. Okay. So here's what you're gonna do. Uh, I, I guiding literally bolt. have no idea what the Matt fuck is the that best means. at Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, why don't you why don't you give the listeners some of that flavor text? Like, tell me what happens. 
when guiding bolt when, when guiding bolt goes off <laughs> i i don't know because i don't know what it means but it's it tells me that uh i emanate a flash of light towards eddie aimed directly at his his guttural region attempting to fillet him from the inside out yes so so that blubber spews across oh. the, the hall yeah boy it's it's evocative i it like is. it so here's what you're gonna do uh give me a d20 roll okay uh and i'll let you add your wisdom to that so give me a d20 plus three uh 17 uh a 17 just hits he was hiding a breastplate somehow under all of that that uh blubber and robes so he has a pretty good armor class but you beat it man okay so here i want you to roll the d6 which is just a normal looking die uh four times okay okay and give me the total we got a 20 th- a three, that's amazing a three a four that's so we're seven, at seven. Ooh, a six. a six. So we're at thirteen and a six. Oh. We're at nineteen. Wow. Nineteen. I'm I'm coming back. I'm like Leroy Jenkins. I'm Leroy Jenkins. Eddie was looking very smug as you sort of got hit and went down with all those that poop missile. Yeah. And he sort of starts to blubber and he's like, "This is what you get when you defy your betters." And then uh, right as that happens, <laughs> from the ground you fire this flash of light. Oh, His yes. eyes go wide. And he is just immolated. Yeah. This light oh, hits shit. him, and he lights up. Fantastic. And he goes, yes. uh, he screams. Ever- it smells like bacon. Let me see if I could do a, a really fat scream, like, <laughs> uh, and go. He just goes down, uh, and and uh, Eddie is no more. Well done, uh, Ken. You actually, I just noticed this on your spell list. Uh, I didn't walk you guys through this, but you have a bonus healing spell. What? So if you want to. You could spend one of your spell slots, of which you have three, mm. uh, and you could do like a little self heal as Wait. a as a bonus action. Do you want to go ahead and heal yeah, now? Yeah, I do. But but can I ask a question? Am I am I able? Does it have to heal myself? Yeah, I know can you I'm heal on, me? I would like to heal the king. No, can you fucking heal me? I'm down to three. I, I, really I, took, I took a, a nine point you. fucking hit. Nobody really gives a shit. No one gives it. You're awful. I think you are. I will tell you, you are too far away okay. from the yeah, king range wise, but you are However, within range of. You are in the range range of Monty if you want to try to heal him or yourself. No, I would not hurt you guys. (laughs) No, I hope it literally costs him nothing, and he's still not going to do it. I hope he dies. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Great. So, do you want to heal yourself? I do. Okay. Roll a D four. It's one looks like a pyramid. We're looking. And add for you that would be six. Here it is. I got it here. Add. Oh, four. Four. Ten. Ten. Nice. That's ten heals. I am. I am on the road back, baby. Just Man, like you are rolling right, just like Ken Caminiti himself. That's right. So in, in many yeah. ways, he's the inspiration for all of us. All right, this. across the room, Monty, you you had you sort of had this moment where in your heart you believed maybe someone was going to come to your rescue Poor and heal Monty. you, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> no, it really uh, didn't. So you are still facing down the orc who's just take a uh, a very deadly swing with a great axe at you which you just caught all of yeah mm-hmm. um, right in the jugular uh, what do you do as this as brandy le- uh, sort of looms over you um all right can i do a minor illusion and um uh, project an illusion of morrissey uh-huh. Like uh-huh. towards towards Go on. towards the back, like uh, singing a uh, sort of a, a kind of a sad a song, very sort of melancholy. 
Yeah, it's a melancholy song yeah. about uh, the impotence of humanity. Sure. So and I mean, tried to distract. So, so here's my thing. Like, I'm almost fucked, everybody. But one thing that I can do is like I can get everybody's attention off of me so that you guys can clean up. Because I don't know if I'm gonna be able, like we we have a lot of enemies here, and I don't know if I can with one magic missile spell. Um, take enough enemies down, but I might be able to distract them long enough that you guys could could clean up. What do you think? Will you do it? <laughs> okay, so here here's my illusion. You can do a sound or an image, and it lasts for a minute. Yeah, and it can be no, it can Morrissey. be like yeah, so it could be like a five foot cube. <laughs> with it. But do you want to make? Do, what's more important to you? Do, do you think the sound of Morrissey or the image of too. Morrissey? Yeah. yeah. No, it's the sound. No, no it's, it's the image. You've never you heard of Morrissey. Morrissey. I have no idea who Morrissey is. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you have no idea. Like, I don't know about I, King Caminiti. I'd like to note for the record that neither one of my brothers could name four Yankees ever. Babe Ruth? <laughs> ever. Not, the other one? That's not a joke. Doodle? They, they said Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth <laughs> and Paul O'Neill, that was it. Paul O'Neill? <laughs> that was it. He's one of the greatest Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Are you Paul O'Neill? Okay, your turn. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, can I... Can I do that so and yeah uh, yeah you don't and, have to roll shit like just the sound oh, of morrissey sound. pervades oh. it, it, it also kind of bumps everybody oh, out so sad yeah hey, it kind of yeah. bumps everybody out so presumably uh everybody's um hit check or whatever it is <laughs> yeah D&D you know i'm gonna get i'm just gonna say that everybody gets like a minus two to right. attack rolls from for now sure. on but not my guys right because my guys are protected from this. Well, no. So your guys, your guys still get the minus two. But uh, as casters, you have spells that don't require like an attack roll. That's you true. have some spells that require like them to roll something to avoid it. Mm, that's true. So look avoid out for spells Morrison. you have that don't that don't say make a ranged attack and uh, and focus on those. Okay. So uh, that is your action. Do you want to try to move somewhere, Monty? Yeah, fuck, I want to move yeah. somewhere. I want to move anywhere where there's no axes. <laughs> Is there a no axe room? <laughs> Have you Great. considered the music so, lab? <laughs> you, can, you, can get, you can get about 30 feet away. Just tell me, what do you want to move towards? Well, uh, A of all, first of all, Dungeon Master, I was behind the fucking bar. So, like, not everybody can go over the bar at the same time, right? Because I was pouring right. drinks. Do you want to get back over the bar? Um, unless there's a no axe room, is there a no uh, axe room right I behind the bar? I think over the bar is the best I can do. You're going to get back okay. behind the bar where yeah. you belong. All right. Um, great. Okay. Next in the order, Lorenz. Uh, yeah. uh, Sheena is sort of incapacitated. You bet uh, she is. As well as some, uh, one of her followers. Uh, you look up and realize, you sort of take stock of the room looking for your friends. Uh, you see, uh, Ken Caminiti. Standing over the body of a scorched Eddie fucking uh, right. and his yeah. fucking parrot. The yeah, parrot right. got immolated too. Yes! Um, yeah, that, yeah. I knew I, I smelled chicken. I'm not going to lie. Shit. I was pulling for the parrot a little bit. Were you? I'm an animal lover. <laughs> Why did I survive? Back, survivor's guilt. <laughs> I literally confeed the, the parrot. Lorenz, you look up in, yeah. in time to see the great Monty take an axe to the chest and then crawl away as you hear the, the sultry sounds of Morrissey, and you feel a little down. Oh, of course I uh, do. But, yeah. but you know that the great Monty is in danger, and oh. it looks like of your enemies, only the orc brandy is left standing. You are, uh, uh, you are probably, I'd say, at least 30 feet away. I'm going to say you're further away than, than, 
than uh, than that. But you can okay. close the distance if you want to get close for some reason. Wait, what, so there's two things I can do here. One is that I have two spell slots left. I could use Cure Wounds, right? And I could uh, make sure that my friend Ken felt better. I just um, rebuilt Ken, my Ken is doing like great. Tenfold. I'm kind of fucked. So if we're you not talking about you right now, we're talking about me. The other thing I could do is Dissonant Whispers, which would be a damage blow on the orb. Yeah, and doesn't require a attack roll, so you don't have any. Yeah. Doesn't require an yeah. attack roll. The other yeah. thing I could do is not do either of those things mm-hmm. and just watch the mayhem go down because I already killed my person, and <laughs> <laughs> why should I be bothered with their people? I trust no yeah. one. But um, I think what I want to do you is... You didn't I, kill her, for the record. She's sleeping. So I'm going to use Dissonant Whispers on this orc. I think that's going to be my action. So I can do uh, 3d6 psychic damage, which I feel pretty uh, yeah, good Yeah, he has to actually he has to actually make a, a wisdom save. So you, he will take that damage if he cannot sort of uh, uh, wisdom his way out of this. Uh, luckily, I'm... dwarks... Uh, dwarks. Ah! <laughs> Orcs, not known for their wisdom. He has no bonus. So uh, I think that your... This is your uh, charisma. He had to beat a 13, and he rolls an 11. So oh, he's nice! Gonna, these, these whispers work on him. So give I me 3d6. Him, I drove him wild. Wait, I give just me 3D6, did that. Give it Dude, to me. I just did that. I got 17. He did. Oh, 17? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You got you got seventeen out of three d sixes. Right. Yep. It was a hell of a roll. It was six six five. Right. No I mean, five that's, six six. That's one yeah. way to get six to that five number, six. Yes. But yeah. A seventeen is a crazy good roll on that spell. Yeah. Uh, so what what discordant melody do you whisper? Yeah, no, it's into easy. his brain. Absolutely. So what I do is a little bit bit of uh, Chris Isaac's. I want to fall in love with you, but everything is flatted to a minor fourth. Mm-hmm. So oh. look that up, music majors. Yeah. So everything yeah. instead of going ah hi, I go ah hi. But oh, you sound like Christopher Walken. Oh yeah, with Christopher Walken. With you. So everything gets real dark in Christopher Walken. Like he's maybe in a fever dream you're having while you have polio, but it's your last it's your last gasps of polio. It's it's the few minutes before the iron lung gives out. And that that's the sound of my whisper. He th- this uh, Brandy the Orc, not long for this world. Oh grabs I his head, say not. covers his ears. Racked with terrible pain, and he starts to flee to get away from this horrible, horrible sound infecting his brain. And he runs directly into the spear of a statue on the side of the room, impaling himself and taking the last of his life. Nice. And uh, and the uh, Brandy the Orc is no more. Yes. Yes. So we have vanquished our last enemy. You have vanquished your last enemy. Or so you think. Oh, or no. so we think. What happened? As the dust settles and people start to look around and, you know, seeing their captains go down, the enemies start to withdraw, realizing mm-hmm. the battle is lost and run away. But uh, I'm going to say it's actually uh, you, Monty, peeking up over the bar. Right. <laughs> you look across at the orc. Do I still have an axe on my chest? Nope, nope. He had that with him. He sort of uh, he sort of twitches, you see, and you think at first he's just still in the process of succumbing to polio, uh, but then he <laughs> he twitches and and sort of you see him sort of be drawn off of the spear in midair, and you sort of fo- trace the line of his trajectory. Look across, and you see 
uh, uh, Sheena still asleep, I knew dragged it! across the stage and going up into the air. In the throat. And then kill her. And then Eddie is scorched remains and his parrot get drawn up directly from below up into the middle of this giant ballroom and this dark energy swirls around them. Fuck. And this, you hear thunder and cracking lightning and this terrible, terrible energy. And in the air, uh, a few feet off the ground, drops to the ground this unholy chimera, a three-headed creature. It is a, a lion with the head of a goat and a tail that's a snake. This unholy creature looks at the crowd and roars. And the crowd just flees, and there is now an unholy abomination in your midst. Wait, that's what I was trying to do with the Morrissey thing. And at the same, <laughs> as Morrissey plays in the background, something else odd occurs. So each of you, at the moment that you see the chimera, you uh, you sort of like fade out of consciousness. Uh, and Monty, at first you think this is just how it ends. Right, uh, but with an Ken, axe in my fucking chest. You, right. Yeah, Ken. And Lawrence, you have you're not that damaged. No, and I'm so doing you fine. are you are you feel odd that you would be sort of losing consciousness like this. And then suddenly you all snap back to consciousness and you are standing uh, uh, looking at this chimera dead in its in its its many sets of eyes. You are now in the middle of the ballroom with it and there is a clearing around you and you are prepared for this final confrontation. And in this phase I'm going to ask each of you what you choose to do to defeat this chimera. We're not going to go in initiative order anymore. You just tell me what you want to do. How are you going to defeat this demon that threatens the entire kingdom? Can I, without a roll, can I take some ibuprofen? Because I have a splitting fucking headache. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it down, everybody. For just a second, you were hoping that this was the end, just so that fucking headache would finally be gone. Can I become in, so enraged by my hangover that it gives me an, an extra point or oh, something? Yeah. Like a rage point? Yeah, sure. it's a rage point. Yeah, Can yeah. So that? you want to, I mean, do you want to, uh, as a, as a uh, I guess a wizard wouldn't have any healing spells, would you? No. Um, really. You cannot heal thyself. We had one other guy who had a Physician. healing spell, and I was yeah, like, hey, yeah. would you mind healing me? And he was like, no. <laughs> I so I'm going to say, this is, your, this is your shot. This is your shot. This is how, how are you, how do each of you in your own way, using your unique abilities, how do you attack this chimera? So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do a bardic whisper, which I found on my sheet, which allows me to empower one of my team. And I'm going to look to my, to my friend Monty, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, look, buddy, you've always been an underdog. From, from day one, what gives you your power is that you've never been willing to succumb to the forces that are stronger than you. I believe in you, and right. all you have to do is buy this Tony Robbins tape. Listen to it mm, two or three times. Maybe get invested in Amway. Get some toothpaste from the people who know. Right. And then— Okay, no, you accept. So uh, your action, Lawrence, is you're going to inspire no, no, no. Monty? No, that was That's a free action. That's a free action. Yeah. Oh, bro. so yeah. So that's right. That's a bonus action. So you yeah, can actually also. What else action. do you do on your turn? Have you? Okay. Been, what has, else do you John, do on have your you turn? been listening? <laughs> <laughs> so the second thing I'm going to do, I'm going to use my last spell slot. 
the last one that I have, to use Tasha's hideous laughter, where I am going to incapacitate the chimera with a bout of hilarious laughter. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> All of the chimera's heads are going to fall apart into goat-like guffaws. <laughs> Because I am such a great jester. I have set up a, I'm already wearing a jester yeah. costume, which is hilarious to Chimeras. Yeah, okay, so uh, we're sort of just stacking these actions up. Uh, Ken Caminiti, what are you going to do? So I have a question, uh, and that yeah. is uh, with my uh, preserve life healing, is that an action? Uh, yes. Let me double check. I knew you'd come back, by the way. Uh, it's not yeah, for you. We weren't I'm worried. Yeah, it's an action. Good. Oh, that's it takes action. an action, and you can you can choose any creatures within thirty feet of you and divide ten okay. HP among them. So you can yeah. uh, you can uh, give like nine to Monty, bring it up to full, and give one to yourself. Yep. 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 Uh, how close to full am I, and how close to full is? Uh, you Lawrence, are five Lawrence down. Mulligan. Monty is Ma- Monty is nine down. Wait, do it on <laughs> do it on Lawrence just to do it, <laughs> even just though to he's waste it. full. Just. Just, uh, just uh, yeah. We'll go ahead and do that. We'll we'll fill Monty all the way back up. His, but but in doing so, uh, I demand. So you're looking for like a like a full Monty. A f- I would yeah, say if, full Monty. Is that what we would call all, that? We've yeah. all been waiting okay. for that joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, all right. That, that I want, gives you. He's got to pour me point. a drink. He's got to pour me a drink. <laughs> okay, great. Well, so we'll we'll get to that. So that that is your action we'll again. That. Do you do you want to try to move? Towards I or away. I, I would like to dive behind the bar with Monty. Cool. Yeah, okay. Fuck you. So you're gonna take off to Mon- You're gonna take off where you last saw Monty. Monty, you realize you are not behind the bar anymore. You're now just like uh, uh, I told everybody else. Uh, Monty, you are now in the center of the room, staring yeah. down Wait, this unholy you're, chimera. How, how you're in a fuck, ballroom. How the fuck did I get from behind the bar to amazingly right in front of a fucking chimera? Yeah, yeah, D and D, theater of the mind. Uh, <laughs> what, what decisive action Guy. do you want to take? All right, I'm gonna take uh, Mario's amazing star, and, uh, <laughs> and and just get invulnerable. All right. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna since I'm feeling empowered. Wait, do it. So like, you keep saying things like, "Oh, you have an amazing other slot where you can do things like have a man adamantium claws, and then you uh, yeah, amazingly you that, know how to drive a helicopter, and so on and so forth." Do I have any other amazing shit that I can do that like you haven't told me about? Uh, no, you can slap real good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, but other I, than that, how many hit points can I? Man, can I, I, I gave remove you, I gave, I gave you three pages of spells. Work with me here. Okay. You know, like. I'm, I, I'm gonna go with burning hands, and I'm just gonna charge the fucking chimera with. Great. Yep. yep. With yep. with dudes okay. uh, with dudes encouragement, and it says. Uh, Roll nineteen uh, d twenties. So wait. So before we resolve that, I just want to, yeah. Before we before we resolve that, because the he would have to make a save for that. So I'll handle that. So you guys have, have have decided your decisive actions to take down this unholy enemy you're facing down. Here's what happens, Lawrence. As you turn your head to inspire your comrade, yeah, you realize your comrade's head is a lot closer to you than you would have expected it to be. Creepy. And that really weirds you out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ken, 
As you attempt to, as you heal and attempt to run away towards the bar, you find your movement greatly impeded. It's mm. like you can't mm. move away, yep. or almost like something is keeping you there, or you don't yep. have. It's almost like you don't have full control of your legs. Right. Tractor and beam. Monty, tractor beam. Uh, I feel that you a lot. attempt to cast burning. You, you're trying to run up and cast burning hands the chimera. So you're trying to close the distance, and the same thing happens. And you all realize at this moment, you look down. You are not anymore a human, a tiefling, and a dragonborn. What? You are some kind of unholy three-headed chimera. Yeah. A human tiefling born. I knew and it! And you shall be known as Tiamat. Tiamat is fine! Oh, that's so Okay, good. so now we're going to resolve your actions on okay. this turn. All right. Uh, but I'm going to have you all essentially roll, and we're going to take the best score. So uh, the first thing we want to resolve is is hideous laughter. And so here's what I do. I want one of each of you to roll a d20, but I, we're going to take the lowest score because this is for the this is for the chimera you're fighting. Okay. Okay, ready? Yep. Ready. So far okay. the lowest Justin. is 2. Wait for it. 2. 2. Uh the chimera uh instantly starts to break up into laughter and of laughter from a lion Snake and goat sounds. Can we just get some? There's three of you. Can yeah. can we get some lion gate? Uh, I call uh, snake. Uh, lion goat snake snake laughter. I laughter. snake. Yeah, I got I got. Yeah, lion. give me some foley. You get goat. Okay, ready? Oh, All ready? right, go, go for it. One, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three, go. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what a so, undignified chimera sounds like. Yeah, so that that plus the sounds of Morrissey still playing in the background <laughs> oh, sets you the didn't scene. Kill fucking Morrissey, did you? As yep, it twists, as does. it twists and rolls on the ground and is totally incapacitated. Okay. Uh, so burning hands again is also a saving throw the yes, chimera makes. So right. same deal. Roll those d twenties. Each of you roll one. Give me the All lowest right, score. Ready. One, two, three, go. Lowest is eight. Wait, five. Five. Five, five is the lowest. Five. 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 Five just makes it. So the chimera is hit, but it cannot get out of the way. Oh, it is incapacitated. Yeah. Each of you roll a d6 yes. and give me the fire damage. Yep, that's fire damage. By the power of Grayskull. We're doing this. Six. Three, six, and four. Thirteen. Thirteen. Man, big hit. Okay, cool. So on the uh, uh, that is your turn. Uh, you were not able to move because you could not. You your body could not agree on which direction to go. Um, no, that makes so sense. Yeah, that, that this actually, is most of our lives together. Yeah, that, 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 that's true to life. But the chimera is uh, is incapacitated uh, because you damaged it. It's gonna try to. It's gonna try to get back up again. It sort of. It finds a way to recover. Uh, what? From this Ugh, laughter and tries to stand up, but it's not going to get an action this turn okay. uh, because of the hi- the hideous laughter. It is not able to attack. Yeah. And so we're back up. But now Kill you got it. now you know you are not acting as individuals. You are acting as one. So I want you to tell me, combine all of your abilities together, and tell me about the killing blow you deliver to this planet. Right. Right. Voltron. Right. Yes, yes, it is exactly like Captain I'm gonna, Planet. I'm gonna do, uh, no, I'm doing form blazing sword. Yeah, but wait, that's a solo action. There's three of us. How do we make your uh, oh, your Ford's, sword worth it? No, it's form blazing sword plus yeah. uh, one Transor Z yeah. and one G Force. So, so okay. while he's doing that, I will use bless to amplify. Okay, uh, the dragon head is going to bless. Right. 
But I am also going to do the opposite. So I have a free action here uh, called Vicious Mockery. Why? How does he have all the free actions? Because I'm awesome. He's a bard, man. Yeah, so it's I have broken. one called Vicious Mockery where I essentially make fun of the Chimera and ruin his psyche while everybody else is attacking him. Mm, psyops. Yeah, cool. It's all, all psyops. Right. Yeah, I'm, psyops. Cool. I'm going, uh, my best thing is burning hands, and I'm already up close, right? Because Slap him. Because no Deus Ex uh, issue has like brought me whoa, like amazing. <laughs> One more you're, burning hand. You're this way Chimera back in is... a lounge in Sheboygan. And it's amazing. <laughs> How did that happen? The the Chimera is just starting to to rise. It is just uh, springing to attack uh, because all that stands between it and the unholy destruction it wants to uh, it wants to serve to the kingdom of Los Lobos. Uh, is you, uh, the last defenders of the kingdom. That's right. And in this moment, one of you is going to bless, one of you is going to uh, uh, extend disadvantage through mockery, yeah. and one of you is going to uh, is going to you know hold your thumbs together and shoot flames from uh-huh. your from your fingertips. That's what I'm doing, burning hands. Here's how we're gonna do this. Uh, so how many dice do you have in front of you? All bunch. Uh, we have all of them. Just bunches. 20. Okay, so each divide the dice among you. Okay. Just randomly. Roll just... all the dice. Okay. Here all we right. go. Here we go. And add them up. Okay. All right. Here we oh go. My God. This is a lot of math. This is a lot of Count math. Count in your head. All right. I'm doing it. Brian's got 26. I have 59. 59. Yeah. I had the big one. 75. 75 plus 76 plus 59. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Monty, you've cast Burning Hands before. You've cast it today. Never has it gone quite this way. It isn't a sheet of flame. It's a Kamehameha fireball. Yeah! Just... That's what I was going for. I actually was I actually was drinking fireball before this whole thing happened. Oh, that's how There's this There's a happened. faint smell of cinnamon in the air as you just... <laughs> uh, a column of flame engulfs this chimera reducing it to ash that blows away in the wind as you hear a low, unearthly roar. And you three, the great Monty, the human wizard, Lawrence McCrear, the tiefling bard, and Ken Caminiti, the dragonborn cleric, have saved the realm of Los Lobos. Yeah! We did it! USA! USA! So, I mean, how'd you guys like it? How'd you guys like your first D&D game as brothers? <laughs> that, was, that was super fun. I no, would like to no. celebrate with tanks and helicopters and planes. That's <laughs> right. Let's drag them over the Arlington Bridge. That's good. Never doing this again. <laughs> this Thank is you. literally, and in the in the 39 years I've been alive, the only productive thing we've ever created together. Yeah, we actually have never spent this much time in a room together. No. <laughs> and I never will again. Nope. <laughs> this was awesome. This was awesome. I had cool. a good time tonight. Thank you guys. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you, you guys sir. for for playing. Let us know when when the audience uh, response is so yeah. big that they demand <laughs> us back for uh, version two because they want to know. I, I literally hope you get ten minutes worth of something. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>